Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dan, and I got uh, Janelle Cal, better known as Freya Fox, here with me. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I, I'm fantastic. Hey, thanks again for you know spending some time with me. And uh, you know we got connected through the Asian Hustle Network Facebook group, and it's been kind of crazy how that group has grown organically, like in the last three months. Yeah, yeah. I I got in it at like maybe only a few hundred people, I think, or maybe it was like a thousand people, at the most, like maybe three months ago. Yeah, and and I think at at the time of this um, uh, recording, it's at about thirty thousand um, members, and you know yeah. new new people every day. So it's it's been kind of insane, um, how how it's grown, you know, and especially organically, right? Uh, people yeah. say. You know, I've been, been invited by this person and they do these introductions. And these are just the people that have done the introductions. You know, there are probably many more that have not introduced themselves. Um, yeah, um, I think group. so, too. A lot of people have been uh, shy to introduce themselves, <laughs> but don't be shy. We don't bite. Yeah, yeah. Especially it's to, a super <laughs> chill group and everyone's like trying to help each other and whatever. So it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know exactly. I think you have reached out to me. But, you know, we, we got to talk in and, you know, I, I, got, I was really curious about what you do for, for business owners and, you know, the verification process and, you know, what it actually means to get verified. But before I get into that, I do want to um, learn more about, you know, your backgrounds, um, you know, where, you know your, 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 your upbringing and your, um, your venture into uh, professional gaming. Because uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't meet many professional gamers and... You know, I, I think I'm, I'm probably a little bit older than you, older than you. But when I was growing up, that was like, man, if I could be a professional video game player, that would have been um, my parents' worst nightmare. But tell me a little uh, bit more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my parents' worst nightmare too, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, I'm 28, so I'm older than a lot of the people who who started uh, in streaming. Because I don't know, a lot of the the best professional players right now out there are, are 18 or 17 years old. So. I, I can't compete with them uh, anymore. It's just it's just physically impossible, mentally impossible. Um, but I still tried my best. And how I got started, it was really an accident. Um, it, I had no intentions to have this as a career or even make myself into you know this brand, Freya Fox. Um, I, it was what 2017, and I had just come back to the U.S. from living in Taiwan, and I had pretty bad time at the end of my stay there so I was really depressed and and certain circumstances forced me to come back home and just kind of regroup and stuff so I moved back in with my parents and uh, I didn't know what to do with my life so I was really depressed I was like man what do I do now I just I, I lost everything and I literally lost everything so I just figured out maybe I should just start streaming um, I don't know why I thought that as my idea, but I was like, you know, I'm lonely. I don't have anyone here because all my friends had moved on and we'd all grown up. Um, and so I needed to find my tribe, so to speak. And and that was the lowest hanging fruit. So, and I knew I loved entertaining. I, I've always been an entertainer. I've been in entertainment for, I don't know, 12, 13 years now. So to do the, to do that was kind of like a natural thing. Um, so some people told me, yeah, you know, you should go back on Twitch. Cause I kind of dabbled in it in 2014, 2015, when it first started out. So I started there and I found out I was pretty good at it. I got, I got, you know, a few thousand followers within the first month or two. Wow. Yeah. And then 
um, I heard about Facebook Gaming, which was starting started up in 2018, uh, in the beginning of January, February, and I saw a lot of my favorite Twitch streamers move over there, and I mm. was like, you know, hey, what's this? What's what's going on? And then I realized I had first mover advantage if I were to to try out the platform because it's brand new. Not an opportunity like that doesn't come around every every often nowadays with social media. So I jumped on the Facebook uh, bandwagon. And organic reach was so, so good at the time that I just blew up. I think in the first month or two, we, we got 10,000 followers um, wow. on my page because I don't remember the exact trajectory of it or the exact metrics because I started out on my personal profile. I was just mm-hmm. streaming on it to see what would happen. And I started getting like thousands of new like profile followers. And I was like, what is this? So then I started on my Facebook page, um, which only had like, hundred likes from random people at, at the start and and that just blew up really really fast um so much that a certain incident um you know caused me to have tons of trolls and death threats be sent to me and uh that to me i thought that was the end of my my time streaming you know i, I broke down and I, I couldn't deal with it and the next thing i know facebook reaches out to me and they're like hey you know we've been watching you for a while and and you just you know, blew up out of nowhere. We had no idea who you were, but we really would like to work with you. So we want to offer you a contract uh, to stream with us exclusively. And the money was fantastic. And I couldn't say no. Um, I mean, who's going to turn down streaming for full time, you know, as, right. as a job? Uh, I know a lot of people might, but to me for a good contract, a guaranteed salary, it was like, wh- why would I say no to that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, they sent it to me and, and I didn't think it was real at first. I thought it was fake. You know, it, it sounds too good to be true. Like, hey, get paid full time to play video games and stream. I'm like, yeah, right. Who does that? <laughs> no one, nobody does that, right? Twitch doesn't do that. YouTube doesn't do it. Um, I mean, they do now, yeah. but but not at the time. It was unheard of for for companies to guarantee their, their partners' mm-hmm. salaries. Um, and and then it happened. I, I can't forget the day I was in my room and and then I told my dad and I was like screaming he's like what happened and he's like what's going on and I'm like you just never believe what just happened and I I signed this big contract with Facebook you know and they're like is it real and I'm like yeah it's legit you know their 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 lawyer sent me the contract and all this stuff you know um it came from their official legal address or whatever um and the rest was history I I had a great year and a half or so with them um and now I'm here (laughs) Okay, so tell 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 me a little bit about your transition from you know professional streaming, and then now you do influencer marketing, helping yeah. businesses getting verified. Yeah, that's a. Uh, it was an interesting and not a planned transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got in two car accidents, and that really impacted my ability to compete well because I was I was playing Smash Brothers and I was like spending so many months like training and training to try to win a big tournament or something but after the first um, accident happened well the first accident happened before the game came out so I was still playing Fortnite and stuff Mm -hmm. but I was streaming every single day and and that took about two or three four months out of my my performance and my ability to do well and stream and then another one happened last year in October I mean yeah November and that just really took me out. Um, and I just, ever since then, I haven't been able to play very well or, or even have an interest in playing video games as much as I used to, which is 
shocking considering I've played video games every single year, every single day for 13, 14, 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And, and now all of a sudden I have no interest. So it sucks. I'm trying to get back into it. So I thought, well, you know, this is maybe a sign from the universe. May, you know, maybe it's time to, to throw in the towel or, or at least take a temporary break and try something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the transition. It was kind of forced, you know, it was more of a, well, I can't support myself doing this anymore. Um, so you better figure out something quick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that was the natural progression. It was like, okay, well, what is, what did Tony Hawk do when he couldn't skate anymore? Mm-hmm. Or what do, you know, gamers do when they can't game anymore? Well, they become coaches or they become consultants or they, they help people in marketing um, or understanding influencers and things like that. And I had ran a marketing agency for about 10 years before I became, you know, a full-time gamer. So mm-hmm. um, just made sense to go back to doing that again. I was like, well, back to my normal hustle <laughs> or my normal job, you know, not that it's really that normal. Um, Cause I, I can't, you know, I, I have to, you know, be grateful for the things that I've done. And, and, and because of that, I've been able to have the connections and leverage my knowledge to, to do this. Yeah. So awesome. Awesome. So like, you know, digital marketing or marketing is kind of just a very broad spectrum, but I know you kind of car- carved a nice niche into getting people or businesses verified. So explain a little bit um, what it means to get verified and, you know, why would someone want to get verified or why would a business want to get verified? Yeah, really good question. A lot of people ask me this every single day. Um, And, you know, the number one reason is credibility. Um, It it, it stands out, right? So if I don't know who's listening and, and, and what they've experienced with people DMing them or talking to them online and stuff, but I'm sure if somebody with a blue check mark messaged you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, and they DM'd you or they added you, you'd probably respond to them or you would at least take notice because, oh, it's somebody with a check mark. They must be legit. They must be famous. You know, there's that psychology of, you know, this is somebody who's credible if they are eligible for this because it's, it's still this thing in society where that, that is one social marker that puts people above others. You know, and uh, like anything, it's a title. It's it's a it's a it's a sort of way of showing that you're authentic and you're a personality of some sort that is deemed worthy of it. So, and it's not something that you can just get either. You can't go to school for it. You know, you can't get a degree and like I'm a doctor now. It's like, no, you're you're verified. And and so that's the biggest biggest non tangible advantage is that sense of credibility from your prospective clients, from prospective business partners, from anybody really. Um, they they do see that as a metric. I think um, I, I know I do. I pay attention if somebody talks to me and they're verified. And and I don't mean that in a vain way, but I'm like, okay, who is this person? You know, genuinely curious. Um, the other thing that's really beneficial for for businesses who have verified profiles, whether it's a personal brand or their um, their brand, brand, their business or company is on Instagram in specific. Um, they don't filter out the comments, at least at the current time, of people who have verified check marks. So if you look at commentary, it'll hide a lot of comments or it'll sort them by different, uh, I don't know what kind of algorithm determines which one shows up at the top. But usually those who have verified uh, accounts, their comment will show up first. So if you're trying to use 
Instagram, for example, as a lead generation source, and you're trying to comment on people's uh, content and engage with them organically, uh, they will see your comment first. Everybody who looks at it will see your comment first, and they'll be like, oh, who's this person? They have a check mark. I've never heard of them. Why does this attorney have a check mark? I don't know. You know, it's like things like that. You know, it's weird, right? Because you wouldn't think of like an attorney or like a like an author or a doctor to have a check mark. But if they've done a lot of press and, and they've shown that they're a notable person, they're not just another, and I don't mean it in, in a negative way, but I mean just another, you know, professional, uh, it does stand out, you know? So I think those are the two really obvious ones. There's tons of other ones that that are not really confirmed. Like people say that their accounts after they've been verified, they've been able to get more analytics and I have no way to prove that because I still don't have one. So, um, you know, I don't have enough press. They, they've not qualified me yet to, to get any verification on social media, but I do have it on Google. I have it on Spotify and I have it on Apple music. So the big, you know, those, those are a good starting point for me. Um, I would love to get it on Instagram to test this theory out because uh, my reach hasn't been so great lately, like most people. Okay. So um, if, if someone wants to come to you and, and, you know, they see the mm-hmm. value of getting verified, tell us a little bit about the process that you go through helping clients getting verified. Yeah. So um Really, the process is quite simple. We have to look at how many articles of press or TV shows or movies or, or whatever it is that can that can verify, you know, for and that's pun intended, that they are um, who they are and that they are authentic and credible enough to be deemed noteworthy or notable in the eyes of those platforms. Um, I can't really say how we're able to to get it done, but I will say that you know, it tends to be the magic number tends to be between six and 10 articles within the last year or so. And uh, interestingly, I saw a few TikToks of people spilling the beans about this too. So I don't know if, if they just don't care that people say it anymore, but it's like, there's been so many TikTokers that just made these videos recently. It's like how I got verified. And then they're like, all you got to do is have six articles about you or 10 articles. And then you just, you know, submit it. And it's not, you know, completely unknown, you know, you can actually do this yourself. Um, You can go to the Instagram uh, settings page on your profile, and then you can scroll down to under the account and request a verification badge. Same thing on Facebook, there's a link that if you Google it, you'll find it. It says request profile verification, and you're allowed to say why you you think you deserve uh, to do that. Um, A lot of clients have been unable to do it uh, themselves. And a lot of people don't even know that they need a lot of press. Mm. So we look at it more of a branding uh, perspective. And I don't say that, you know, it's a verification service because that's technically against the the TOS. Mm -hmm. It's really more of a how do we prepare you to do it Mm. uh, so that you have a high chance of of getting in. So, you know, you mentioned um, having a lot of press and having a lot of articles uh, Mm -hmm. ahead of time in order to get verified. If someone doesn't have that, what are some of the things they can do? Because, um, you know, you know, articles are, are, you know, we're looking at like, you know, NBC, CNN type articles, Wall Street Journal. Uh, if I'm, there's nobody, you know, how, how does someone get into submitting all those articles in order to get verified? Yeah, that's a really good question. And that's the million dollar question, I think, because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people would love to know that, including myself, um, because it really is, it it's really about, 
having good relationships with journalists. If you, if you don't already have that, then that's why you would hire somebody with a good PR firm or somebody like me that, you know, has some relationships with people that we can pitch for the clients um, on their behalf and, and give them the right media angle to make sure that they have a high chance of having themselves featured. It's, it's not enough to just say, you know, I'm the top so-and-so in my industry or I'm the best doctor in the world. I mean, nobody's going to care, to be frank. Mm-hmm. Um, the journalists have no care for, for whatever you say you say you are. Yeah. So it's really about understanding your angle and, and how you fit into the existing media landscape of what's relevant right now what are people dying to write articles about what's trending what's controversial even and how can they put their you know their perspective or their expertise into that conversation whether it's a national or a local level it doesn't really matter it really matters that they can get into a journalist's mind and see how they're a valuable uh, prospect for a quote in an article or even better a feature you know so if you're looking for something like a national level publication like wall street journal i mean it's tough it, it requires a lot of pitching every single day to to know what articles are probably being written what editors are looking for and maybe looking down different news wires and things like that to see what journalists are requesting maybe even on a local level because oftentimes local news uh, outlets will be syndicated into bigger ones, obviously, because they're like an NBC affiliate or, or whatever it is. And then those companies are owned by other companies and you kind of know how it goes. It, it kind of goes up the chain and then mm-hmm. you have a good chance of, of being on a big publication. Um, so that's really the way to do it. It has to be organic and it has to be a strategy that you go and attack every single day. Just always pitch yourself and not be afraid to, to do it. So, um, so it sounds like, you know, once you do the, uh, sum, you submit it, is it, uh, can you speculate or do you, or if you know, you know, on Facebook or, or, or Twitter's or Instagram's, and is that a manual process for them for verification? Um, yeah, it is a manual process. It, they, as far as I know, they probably Google you and they look at your Google search results. They see what comes up about this person. Um, if they see news articles about you, that's obviously a really good indicator. And they probably count how many articles they see that mention you on from unique angles or unique stories. Um, and I, I do think that they value features more than mentions. And the difference between the two are a feature is like a whole... Uh, an interview, really, mm-hmm, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's like an editorial of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like meet Dan of such and such, you know, law firm or whatever it is, and and this is what he does, and it's just an article all about you, um, or it's a gossip article, or it's a controversial <laughs> article. You know, it's like, did you know that Dan did this and this, and then and it's like, you know, but allegedly, not, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. He did this and that. Yeah, he's an attorney. Don't say that. <laughs> you got you got that journalist. You can't just make these accusations like that. But, you know, it's sensational journalism nowadays. So, of course, they're going to clickbait it. You know, it's not and they're going to say stuff like that. Um, And that actually looks good for you. You know, it may (laughs) seem like it may seem like a bad thing, but any press is actually good press. And that's the thing they teach you in business school, right? All press is good, whether it's bad or, or good or neutral. You know, it builds up your credibility and it shows that somebody is willing to talk about you. Um, whether it's true or not. <laughs> so I think that's what uh, they're looking for is 
who's saying it and, and what and why are they saying it? So it, obviously the national news publications are going to have a lot of weight in mm. that deciding factor. If you're on NBC News for being viral or you're on Bloomberg for some reason, then yeah, they're going to take that very seriously. You mentioned, you know, um, you can't put yourself out as a, a verification service and you're helping people uh, get ready for the verification process. Um, yeah. I kind of think of it as like maybe you're like the SAT tutor, right? You can't get them into college, right? Yeah. But you are helping them get ready for the SAT that helps them get into into college. You know, I've never heard that, but that's actually really genius. <laughs> that's a really good way to think about it is, yeah. So SAT tutors or college campus tutor, uh, you know, counselors, if you will, or the admission counselors at the actual colleges, they can't ever guarantee you that. They can't say like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll pull a little favor for you at the dean and I'll get you in. You know, they, they can't do that. Um, but they can prepare you and they can give you some tips that they know that are, are proven or highly likely to get you into that college or into the thing that you want to do. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a good so, uh, and on average, you know, throughout the, the ones that you've helped with, what's kind of, uh, how long does it take for someone to get uh, verified in your experience? If they have everything that is required, like the prerequisite, which is all the articles and things like that, and they've obviously have social media accounts, I hope, um, then it usually takes about 14 business days um, to a month, depends mm -hmm. on the person, and depends how hard it is to, to determine uh, their noteworthiness, and how they determine that, I have no idea, but, you know, usually we'd say within 14 days. Yeah, so um, as, as we kind of end, end our time here, what are some other cool things about verification that, you know, maybe the normal person might not know about and they could take advantage of once they have it? Hmm. I think it's really the credibility and the analytics uh, that you may have a boost in. I, I can't say for sure, but, you know, people say, again, that having verified profiles allow you to get a little bit better reach. And maybe it's because people see you more in the search results hmm. or in the recommended people to follow. I know in Instagram, you've Many people have probably seen this feature where it says similar accounts. Like after you follow somebody, it'll recommend other people you can follow. Um, it obviously favors people that they verified that show up in that list of people. Um, and if they are trying to get on TikTok, which they should, because TikTok is a wonderful platform right now to grow. Um, allegedly, if you have an Instagram verified profile and you connect it to your TikTok, that will almost automatically guarantee you a verified TikTok profile, which looks really good because the amount of verified users on TikTok right now is very low mm. in comparison to the amount of actual users on the platform, especially because most of them are going to be teenagers and, and younger adults that they're, you know, they don't, they wouldn't be verified for any reason, really. Right. Um, and so when they see that with somebody that has a, a, a check mark on there, uh, who knows what the perceived advantage is. It's hard to say what a tangible uh, kind of ROI, if you will, is by having it. But I think it's really credibility and and standing out. And and at the end of the day, like Gary V says, you know, branding is everything. Mm. It, it, if you don't have your brand, then you don't have anything. You know, you, people will buy things based off credibility, based off of perceived brand branding or or what it is that you offer. And uh, I think that's just one piece of a very complex puzzle mm -hmm. of determining how people see you and, and what kind of credibility they see uh, without ever talking to you. 
Yeah, you mentioned, you know, you, you quote a Gary Vee and the power yeah. of the brand. And I think, you know, you made me think about like Costco, right? Like a lot yeah. of people go buy Costco for like every from vacations to food. Right. And it's like they may not necessarily um, buy buy it just because it's there. It's actually because Costco is backing it. And they yes. know like, right? They said, hey, I'm willing to pay a little bit more or even a lot more um, than, you know, from from another store or another place because I know Costco will stand behind their product. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hundred percent right. That's, that's a really good way to think about it is yeah. Costco is a place where it's like an open market. You just go in there and you don't even know what you're going to buy sometimes. Right. You just kind of go in and you're like, what's this burrito thing? I've never seen this brand before, but they have a 55 pack of burritos you know for like five bucks i don't know how they can even sell it for that price but hey i'm i'm gonna buy 55 burritos of this brand that i've never heard of and you do you know because you know that if costco has it it's probably damn good and it's good enough for them because they they do have a a a very strict vetting process for their vendors of what they're going to show because they have to guarantee that they sell all their inventory because they don't pay for any inventory up front right that's the credibility that they have as a a brand that they can literally get any vendor to beg to be inside of their their membership uh circle and sell their product for free basically they they're paying costco to be in there mm-hmm. uh and so the and so the members are like yeah this must be good and like 99 yeah. percent of the time it's good yeah all right so we're, we're near the end here and i've got a couple of rapid fire questions for you yeah and so just answer the first thing that pops into your head okay okay all right so uh who do you look up to gary v gary. for sure all right uh what's the best business book you've ever read Oh man, Million, uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. Okay. Um, if you can do one thing over again, what would it be? Uh, one thing over again, what would it be? Man, I think start a YouTube channel in 2010. <laughs> All right. And what's the biggest challenge in your business right now? Biggest challenge right now? Getting more leads, qualified leads. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thank you again, Freya Fox, for joining me. It's been awesome learning more about verification and what it can do for business owners. Thanks again yes. for your time. And Thank uh, you so much for having yeah, me. If, if, uh, if we want to learn more about you and what you can do for us, where should we go? Um, you can visit my website at uh, freyafox.gg. That's F-R-E-Y-A, fox.gg. Or you can find me on social media at freyafox.tv. DM me. I'm always on, so... All right. And which platforms are you verified on again? So we know it's you. Spotify, <laughs> on Google. If you Google me, you'll see I have a verified mark when I post stuff inside of Google uh-huh. and should be Apple Music. Okay. Awesome. Hey, thanks yeah. again for, uh, for sharing with us and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Have All a good right. day. You too.